0: This is the Rare Petro Podcast, a podcast for industry professionals and students to quickly gather information by basin for business happenings, headlines, and trends. What is going on, Rare Petro Nation? Yeah, I know we've never called you that, but we'll try some new stuff, see what sticks. It's just Tavis this morning, I'm here with you, March the 16th, Monday, back to work and... uh... Feels like a strange episode of The Twilight Zone, doesn't it? Woke up this morning, oil prices were, well, WTI dipped below $29, but Brent seems to be holding at about $30. Otherwise, uh, toilet paper. Let's talk about some toilet paper. And know that I went to the store with my roommates because we were running low. And uh, we got to the aisle, walked in the King Supers and saw that it was, uh, it was empty. So we exhausted our last roll of toilet paper, but... We found the softest paper towels known to man, so I think that'll get us through these trying times, huh? But today's going to be a shorter episode, pretty quick update. Please follow us on our website. We're trying to push out some more content, so make sure you're going to rarepetro.com. We'll be publishing a lot more news pulses, a lot more updates. We're going to get a lot of content out, and so this will hopefully keep you in the know and keep us with the job, but let's get down to some of that oil market news. So, President Trump recently just authorized the purchase of 77 million barrels for the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, also known as the SPR. Now, this is a decent solution for all of a week. Soon, we will approach the maximum capacity of the SPR, and we will not have the space to store any more oil. Lots of other countries are also going with this solution, but in the long run, I I don't think it's very viable. Some of the largest oil-consuming nations are beginning to close their borders and lock down. So France, Spain, and Italy, I believe they've locked in, and they are responsible for about 4 million barrels a day of consumption, and that's going to decrease. Also, with travel bans and the limiting of interstate trade, this will cause the demand to plummet even further. So storing it while it's cheap, this is a a good idea for investors. We'll get into that more later, but uh, in terms of exploration and production, it's it's hurting. It's really hurting. Storing of oil is just not the answer. With the demand falling this far, only the consumers will benefit, not the EMP sector of the industry. We can't preserve this drill baby drill attitude, or we're just gonna, well, frankly, piss away the money that we could be making. Uh right now we need it it's imperative that we shut in. No one's making money. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. There are only a few companies making money at these pricing points, and it is imperative that we shut in limit production. Rebalancing supply and demand should be the primary goal right now because the U.S. needs to severely limit its production along with the rest of the world to combat this Saudi and Russia price war and hopefully prop up these prices so that we can get back to producing and making money, not just producing. But as I briefly mentioned, the investors are benefiting from this and also the super tanker industry. Supertanker rates have soared over 678% as Saudi Arabia continues to flood the market. So, while most of us are hurting, there are a few sectors that are benefiting. The shipping market feels that there will be a limited supply of supertankers and the rate for very large crude containers or we can call those VLCCs. This demand's going to skyrocket. Also, the demand is skyrocketed, not because Saudi needs to push out all of this oil that it's producing, but because the traders are trying to secure them to float that storage out at the sea and sell as soon as prices reflect something that they can make money at. So, as Saudi is quickly discovering, it's not as easy as just opening up the tap, right? Of course, they're pushing a ton of production out, but what can you do with this production? Reserves are going to fill, oil tankers are going to go to the highest bidder, which will probably be investors looking to buy up all this oil they can at cheap, wait for the prices to increase and then sell. So fortunately, super tankers, I'm happy for you, but the rest of us, yeah, not too much of a benefit there. We need to decrease this production, man. The demand is not there. The supply, way too high. Let's address that. Also, um, more bleak, but $140 billion of energy investment debt is likely going to be pushed over the edge soon. Despite the modest recovery after 2016, oil prices have been capped by plentiful global supplies. At the same time, investors' patience have been exhausted as many of these equity investors are seeing consistently poor returns. So although the initial production of some of these shale wells is fantastic, it's decreased pretty quickly. And now some of these companies are really struggling to pay back their debts. Now remember, that was before that was way before the double whammy from coronavirus and the supply shock from Saudi Arabia. President Donald Trump's efforts to prop up prices have proved mostly ineffective, and it's pretty unlikely to offset any more supply from major producers. Major producers, EP, please help us all out. We need to shut stuff in. Some of you uh, are reducing the wages and salaries of executives and choosing to limit production. Limiting growth is a start, but you need to limit production as well. It's going to be a probably too late for a lot of these producers to refinance their way out and uh, unfortunately what that means well mergers for one and bankruptcies second it's likely that some of these companies will go bankrupt and uh, i was reading on linkedin that the value of the anadarko acquisition has recently plummeted so if anyone's able to Pick up in a darko and Occidental, and uh, it's speculated that Chevron could be in the right position to do so. It's going to be an easy two for one, uh, especially in this market. Lastly, it is to be known that the Saudi prince, he's catching some, uh, he's catching some flak. He continues to detain plenty of members opposing his decision. This is something he's done a lot in the past, but uh, many executives within the oil and gas industry and political players as well have opposed his decisions. I mean, even last year, Saudi Aramco saw its profits fall by 22 billion. I believe it was 110-ish billion in 2018 and only 80 so billion in 2019. So this fall is concerning a lot of the producers, and uh, government officials are not pleased, producers not pleased, but the easiest thing for the Saudi prince to do is to detain them. And good Lord, this is a crazy world. This is, like I said. It's a bad episode of the Twilight Zone, and uh, markets are still suffering. So we'll try to keep you posted throughout the rest of the week. Like I said, it's just a quick update. If you're going to want more, this is going to be great for your commute, something real easy to listen to. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud as well if that's easier for you. But let's uh, let's keep our heads up in these times. It's going to be easy to let yourself get down, but get outside, go for a walk, call the ones you love, and Try not to buy into the hysteria too, too hard. Because, uh, believe it or not, I would like to wipe with toilet paper eventually. (laughs) We'll see you next time.